swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! Right then, folks, what's happening? Welcome back once again to This Is Tramia Instant Post-Match Analysis Reaction Podcast. At This Is Tramia on Twitter. My name is Matt Hibbert, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter. And I'm joined. Uh, the boys are back in town. The boys are back together by the illustrious podcast panel, Mr. Paul Big Time, Big Mouth, Pissed Up Harper, at Paul Harper 82 and Mr. Jake Keogh, at Jake Keogh, Double H. How are we, fellas? I'll see you, Matt. Good. Deflated a little bit off that second half, but good. Yeah, so it's the playoff semi-final first leg. We lost 2-1 at home to Morecambe, but signs of encouragement, and we're more than in this tie going into the second leg on Sunday. We had, I've got the stats in front of me here, 75% possession, which is bonkers, isn't it? <laughs> 17 shots. Like we that first of all, right, that first half. The <coughs> problem with that stat, though, Matt, on. is that we, we, we didn't test the goalkeeper enough. Yeah, yeah, it's a fair point. But after the dross we've been served up, Paul, since the cup final, the Papa John's Trophy final, in like the I think something like fifteen games or something since then. Yeah. That first half tonight, the intensity, the aggression. The quality, the, just the football we played in that first half. You know, Blacker Taylor was unplayable. As Treacle chimes in there, I agree. Treacle, Blacker Taylor was unplayable. That is what we've got to be aiming for, hasn't it? Surely, for that, that's what it just it's so frustrating because that shows how well that team can play and the intensity and the aggression and the energy and the football that we played. And yet, we've seen none of that over the last fifteen games under Hill and. It just rankles, doesn't it? Because we could have been, we could have gone up automatic if we'd have played like that. But we created more in like the first five minutes of the game than we did in the last fifteen games on the hill. So, what were your general thoughts, boys? Um, I was pleased. I was pleased with how we started, and the thing with that that I had on the side. Second half was no coincidence at all. The only difference was the time wasting because if you if you look at it, it's nil nil. They had eleven behind the ball, including Cole Stockton. They have the two, they have the bank of four, the bank of five, and then Cole Stockton just sidestepping between the two centre halves. One nil up, obviously they're then doing it again. One all, they're still doing it, and then 
get that gift. And by the way, both goals we conceded were shite. I don't think anyone can say they weren't. Both goals we conceded were shite. And even with the referee, it, it's not good enough for us defensively. But um, that, that's how they set up. That, that's how they play. People call it well, well organised, and I suppose, yeah, it is well organised. But it's horrible anti-football, like tough to watch football. Um, yeah, I tell you, what, you wouldn't catch me at the season to the morning if you've done that four six games this season. But um, I think we can expect the exact same second second game unless we score early. And this time, the time where it's going to be like that from minute one. But we've only we've put ourselves in a good position where we're playing much better football. And with one goal in it now, we've only got to go there and win the game. And that's, that's, that's enough to take you to extra time. I don't believe you should be able to correct me if I'm wrong. Is away goals a thing in the playoffs? No. Right. So, so we've only got to go and win the game and then obviously the rest looks after itself penalties is what it is I always hate to raffle anyone will win it but if we go and win the game by a couple it doesn't even get that far if we cut out the mistakes which as I say I believe were all mistakes which gave them the goals tonight especially the second but if we cut out the mistakes um, it's all, we, we win that game 100% if we cut out the mistakes on Sunday, we I am I've got every confidence we beat them. Because they never looked like hurting us. Not at all. The way they play is so defensive. I, they're not gonna hurt if if we play right, they won't hurt us. And I think you can't defend for ninety minutes, we'll break them down at some point. I'm confident going into Sunday after seeing that tonight. Paul Yeah, I I kinda of agree with a lot of what Jake said. Um First half, I, I was pleased, albeit we were running behind. I, was, I thought we looked dangerous, I thought we were creating chances. Blackett um, Taylor getting at his fullback and doing all the things that we'd been crying out for him to do. Um, second half worries me a lot because we created absolutely nothing <laughs> in the second half and just looked absolutely knackered. And there was just there was nothing there. There was no movement off the ball. There was nobody sort of um, you know running at the fullback again. It took rides to, to put a great ball in. Um, I think Paul, I think the the point is that they were sat that deep that it's very hard to create space when, like Jake said, they just had eleven men behind the ball and they like yeah. I, I, totally, I totally get that, but th- there was no movement at all. If you. If yeah, you I- if you if you've got eleven men behind the ball, the, the least you've got to do is move the ball quickly side to side, drag people out of position a little bit. We were just so it was just it was too slow, too pedestrian. I thought it was quite sloppy. Did, second off, didn't move the ball, and then as I say, like we we looked tired because we were playing sort of tired passes, and that I mean, you know, making it ugh, making the wrong decisions. I think they were just trying to force it a little bit. And I think sometimes an easy ball was just going straight out of play and stuff. Was, that, that's the, the concern for me, is that we just looked out of legs, to be honest. I think the best way to, to break down a system like that, and we really don't do it. The only player who, who does do it is Corey. And it, I don't think it, it, I think him and James Vaughan, I don't think it was a coincidence they dropped off second half because both of them haven't played yeah. more than 20 minutes for the last six months the last not morning morning the last two or three months they haven't played more than 20 minutes so I'm not surprised they were blown for soaks in the end but 
Uh, the only way you can really break down shapes like that and try and drag people about with it, as Paul said, you move the ball quick. And when you've got the ball, the ball carrier's actually going to move. Like, the amount of times today, Jay Speeding, the ball's in with Jay Speeding, and he stood still, like, stuttering on it, waiting for someone else to move. But if he carries it forward 10 yards himself, someone's going to come and try and meet him. Yeah. And it's the same way with the fullbacks. If the fullbacks get the ball and try and get on with it, get forward with it, someone's then going to make a move to try and tackle you. And at least it drags someone out of position. But when the ball carrier stood still as well, as well as the players off the ball, which Paul's clearly spot on, the movement weren't really good enough, then they, they, can, just, they can stand static, as I say, with that bank of four, bank of five. We'll stand here, and if you aren't going to move, we'll stand here and we'll just suck up everything, everything that you eventually try and play in. Um, it's all about so, movement, Jake, isn't it? Like you say, it's all about movement. It's all about movement off the ball and what you do with the ball. And the thing about Blacker Taylor is when he's got the ball, and play, everyone knows he's got pace to bear and skills, but it makes the defenders and the defending team panic, and that instantly creates space for everyone else. And you saw in that first half, we were, it was insane. Like that first twenty minutes, we I've I've not seen us on top of a team like that in a long, long time. We and then obviously they go up the other end of the score. And like you said, Jake, the most frustrating thing is both their goals were they they come from mistakes from us to give away the set pieces, and then I hate to use this phrase and, and say it, but it's the luck, the the bounce of the ball in the box, wasn't it? Of how many balls did we put in across the box that just wouldn't drop for us? It wouldn't drop for one of ours to have a, you know, a strike. Both their goals. What, what, that the ball what, can go what, anywhere. Was, yeah, the ball, the, the, there was a bit of luck to, to both the goals. And obviously this second one handball yeah. that wasn't spotted. And Seen him give Jim it. Murphy being, being held down. Uh, but it was, it was something like second or third ball, wasn't it? Off the, off the set play. Yeah, we had chances that, to the, clear that, it. That, that was the first one, but then couldn't clear our lines. It was just a case of, you know, the ball was just bouncing around our penalty area. We didn't want to dive in to try and, you know, to make that tackle and maybe concede the penalty. But that just allowed them a chance to, you know, knock the ball back into a dangerous position. And, and like you say, bit of luck, it comes off his, comes off the lad's knee, the second one. You know, the, well, both of them have done it, really. Yeah. Um, he's just in the right place at the right time and it just bounces off him. Um, yeah, frustrating, frustrating. So if you keep glitchy, yeah, we are. Uh, you've, you've got a really good chance of going through. I think second leg, we need to be, you know, cut out those mistakes like Jake was saying. If we keep a clean sheet, confident that we can, we can break them down at least once. Um, and then, as he says, it's the, uh, the lottery extra time and penalties. But my, my main concern is we just look so tired in the second half. Uh, you know, we have a quick turnaround again. I know we've had 12 days to prepare for this, but it's, uh, it's, we just looked out, out, of, out of legs and out of ideas in the second half. All we've got to do, as Jake said, all we've got to do is go there and win a game of football. Win a game of football, and at the very least, yeah. we go to extra time and pens. And if we play like we did first half, I've got every confidence. It's mad considering how, like, the lack of confidence I had in this team two weeks ago of just, I just was dreading watching the games. And I was I was looking forward to tonight. And I thought that first half was just 
it was fantastic. It was. I know that we ended up two one down, but it was that performance, and that gives me hope for the second leg. Remember last year's League Two playoffs? I think Northampton lost at home two nil, or maybe three nil. Was it to uh, to Cheltenham? I think it was definitely two nil, yeah, and they went awesome. away and um, won the second leg. I think four nil. Some crazy scoreline. So you know, we're only one goal behind. There's no away goals. We're in this tie, more than in this tie. All we got to do is go and win a game of football, and I, I think they've they've got they've got it in them. This squad, you saw some quality there today that's been missing. We saw that energy that's been missing over the last three months, and you know it's going to be Sunday lunchtime. It's going to be an interesting couple of hours, isn't it? Oh, definitely, definitely. But I'm I'm confident. I can't. I, and it, you know, it, it, I find it mad. I was just sat there thinking. Then it's funny that we won the first. We, sorry, we lost the first half, and we saw how good the first half was, and we drew the second half, and we saw how bad the second half was. Um, but as I say, as I say, I'm not shocked at all. We said it at half time. I'm sure everyone sat at the couches at home said that that was at half time. We said they we played like that in the first half, so we knew. They're going to come out now and just absolutely kill the game. And you've seen it, what, 30 seconds? Henry gets injured off the pitch, walks himself <laughs> 20 yards back on the pitch and lies back down. Um, and you, you, every, everyone around, you, you can imagine what it's like in the ground, and everyone is firing pelters at the ref. But to be fair to the ref, it's a hot four of money. What's the ref meant to do? Get up and drag him off? Do a Danny Lloyd and start kicking the physio off the pitch? <laughs> <laughs> I thought the ref had a good game. I thought the ref had a really good game. I thought he made a few mistakes. I did. Uh, like I've, I thought, I, I said, little things like this. The ham, for me, I don't know what it looks like on the replays, but in live time, I can't understand how the second goal isn't handball in the area, and I don't understand. I, I, fair enough, on replays, it may it may be proved it wasn't. I don't know, but I seen it in live time, and the referee seen it in live time, so I don't know what he thinks he's seen and I didn't. But for me, it's blatantly, blatantly struck us on, is what what I felt like in the stadium. Kind of hit his chest, bounced up onto his arm, his arm was in the air. So he didn't move his arm to the ball, but it definitely, you know, it, it helped him out, control though. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's just bounced off his chest, hit his hand, and obviously it's fell, fell nicely for him to play that little free ball. Yeah, it's one of them where you see them given most of the time, not most of the time, but it could go either way. If you see them given sometimes and you're like, eh, you can't give that. It's like Paul said, it's sort of, it hit like his chest and bounced up onto like his upper arm. And I, I, I don't think it was, or if it was VAR now, I think it would be given, but you know, it's our own fault. We had the chance to clear the ball. The free kick that we give away before it is, you know, so poor, Murphy doesn't need to make the throw, and then even if he oh, does, Feeney's just got to look after it. He knows the man's yeah. right on him, and he miscontrols it, doesn't he, and catches the guy. It and it's right on half time. Well. Yeah, and, uh, you know, just, it was a catalogue of errors, wasn't it? And it's just frustrating because, you know, one or it's a different game, isn't it? Half time, a different game at full, at full time, but we, we, we're I still in it. Think, to be fair to Feeney, I actually felt like Feeney had to make that foul because if. I felt like if he doesn't make that foul, he's got such an easy cross into the box, they go and score off it. 
that I think, if, like in that position, you're probably thinking, if we get a free kick here, we can try and defend it. And as you say, the throw, like, let's be honest, Joe Murphy's not lacking experience. I know he tried, I know he tried to like get us out quick, but Feeney's got his back to the rest of the field. There's, there's a, more can play right up his ass. Three or four more can players lined up on the edge of our box. That was just a terrible decision. And I try not to, like, keepers are a, it's a tough position. You don't want to hammer them too much because every mistake's so, so big when you're a keeper. But Jesus Christ, on the 30 seconds till half time, you've got it, you've played in countless 500 games, whatever you, you must have played in. Use your head. Come on. Do us a favour. Yeah, a minute from half time, just slow it down. It, mm-hmm. we can't dwell. We can't dwell on it because no, it's a very good no, turnaround, isn't it? It's forty-eight can't hours. Certainly can't dwell on it. You're right there. Well, so would you going into the second second leg on Sunday? Would you start with the same exact eleven that started today, or would you maybe think Lloyd, Wallery, you know, even Nugent? I don't think Nugent will start, but you know what I mean, would you maybe think? A Khan dropped for. I, I thought Kira Morris had, had a poor game by his standards, and I was surprised he was kept on. But, I thought Khan was good first off. Everyone, yeah, he made, he made that one touch on the um, on the far side. You know the one, the ball got played got played to him down left hand side, and it got under his foot just after half time. Um, yeah, and after that, everyone's screaming out, "He needs to get off! He needs to get off!" And I thought. Obviously, come off not long after that, but I, I thought first off he was good. He was one, one, it's what you want to see from a centre midfielder of wanting to get on the ball and trying to make things happen. And I think that that's that Dorsey effect of what we were saying in build up to the game and what we've said since then about the dross we've watched for the last 15 weeks. And now, I suppose whether he played well or not, any player who wanted to get on the ball today and was looking like they were trying to make things happen, Was I was always going to be happy with, after what we've seen for the last two months. How was the atmosphere in the ground, Jake? It sounded decent on the telly, especially when we were all over them first half. Oh, uh, it, it was, it was very good. People started to get a bit frustrated in the second half, but yeah. I, think it was, I think it was naive to get... I understand the frustration with... It, it's hard not to get frustrated when you're watching more and do what to do. But, like, you can't take that on the team and you can't take that on... Like, you can't let that atmosphere then take over the ground. Um, but that, that's exactly what Morgan wants. That's what he played for, to make the game like that. Um, but all in all, the atmosphere was very good. I, I want to say that. I don't mean second half, like the fans turned on the players. You didn't at all. But, you know, you start getting the fucking silly, silly shouts and people moaning about things you, you really don't need to moan about and certainly wouldn't have been moaning out about in the first half. Um but first off, it was great. Everyone was loving it. And I think not only that's due to being back in the ground, it was due to the, the lads actually look for the first time in a while looking like they wanted to have a go. So it was actually... I think the people at home would have been enjoying it just as much as the people in the ground that first off, just for how refreshing it was to see us try and make things happen. That's the main thing, isn't it? I think Paul, you'd agree that it was so refreshing to see us at it first half, wasn't it? As opposed to what we've been watching for the last 12 weeks. Yeah, I think I I, met, I put, put a message in the group and I was saying at least it's entertaining. 
um, yeah, we were having a go, and you know, it looked like obviously with the the starting eleven that that they um, that they named, it was an attacking attacking eleven that he, they'd picked. wasn't seen many sort of defensive players in that midfield, was there really? Um, so I think Dorsey and Parky sort of set their set their sights on you know, getting out and and um, and that's what we saw first half, which was good. Yeah, the atmosphere seemed seemed good. A bit of bit of FOMO this side. Um, wanting to be there obviously, but um obviously it is what it is. Um only so many tickets, but hope everybody enjoyed, you know, being back at the back in the game, obviously a big game as well. Um yeah, just hope everybody enjoyed it. I'm just reading some of the some of the tweets we've had. Yeah, go on. Um, it's a, it's a mixed bag, gotta say. Gotta say, it's a, a bit of a mixed bag of uh, replies. Um, Stephen Sarson um, makes the point that we still haven't won in front of our own fans at Brenton Park since December 2019, which uh, our friends on Sky <laughs> did mention once or twice. <clears throat> um, just, I'm just we've we've had so many. I'm just trying to flick through because I know we're a bit short of time. Um, Ado one six three says, "How do so many dafties dislike Gilardage? Quality delivery, energy, and solid defensively. Disappointing not to win, but we have a chance. I think Rads did have a really good game, putting in the you know cross for uh, Clark's header first half and putting a few good um, good deliveries that we just couldn't uh, make, make more of." Replay of that Clark header too. I look like a great header. Oh yeah, a real bullet header. I was said so it was at the other end, but it looked like a bullet. It was a real bullet header. And you know what? I'll have to. I'll. I'll say this. I'll have to take a bit of criticism for him not scoring more, because every set piece that had come in before then, the lad I was sat with, every set piece had come in. I was going clock boom. Just before, just before we like the ball even coming, I was going clock boom, clock boom. Like before, this was before the corners even been kicked. Clock boom. And then. <laughs> I'm th- and then the one time I didn't say it, we got the clock boom. So maybe I've been stealing all the clock booms. Also, Jake, Don't we should make- touch on that the, this defeat was your fault, as you, you said to us before the game. Oh, <laughs> shit, yeah. The shed curse. Oh, I forgot about that. The Jake, Jake Keogh's cowshed curse. Do you know whose fault this actually is? John, John Achterbeck. <sighs> well. That was the first. That was the first game I ever watched in the Cowshedders testimonial. And we got battered <laughs> by Everton. So really, he, set it, he started all this. And now it's bloody... That is how I see it. If I can't blame Paul, then I'm going to have to blame John Achterbeck. Blame Paul, though, please. I, I, that's my go-to. It's like yeah. Joe and the Simpsons. Jake, well, where Homer's like, Homer always blames Tibor for everything. <laughs> ah, Tibor. Like, just blame Paul. Like he saved oh, me several you times. Were you in? The, were you there? I was there. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, you know, exactly. Need, need we say? I wasn't in the car sheds. Probably pissed yeah. up, wasn't he? Going back to the tweets. Yes. Um, Dan Towie says Joe Murphy's throw was the worst single action from a Tranmere player since Ryan slid in at Wembley. Completely suicidal to give him that after we'd got out of jail from the first one. Uh, we can turn it around, but it looked very organised at the back. And uh, Dan says he is a bit sceptical, to be honest. So, um, 
But a lot of people thinking that we would you know, encouraged by the first half and can get back into it at their place. Um, get sounds and all, hi to Phil and Nate. Yeah. Um, Looks like he's doing much better. Yeah. Um, hold on a sec. Well, I've just lost his tweet. Hold on. Jesus Christ, Paul. Jake, honestly, mate. One job. I, just, I, put, I put up with this for 52 games this season. <laughs> um, it's a any oh, it's a miracle. Pissed up, Harper. Oh, like Uncle Fester. Ridiculous. Viali. Oh, I can't even find this tweet now, but hello to him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, Colin Simpson says, what a scapegoat uh, Keith Phil was. I wouldn't keep a single player, and I mean effing zero. Get them all gone, let's rebuild. I mean, um, how can you watch that first half? And even the performance in general and say that, like, I think that's an overreaction. People, Everyone's entitled to an opinion, but I, I think, think that's an overreaction. People, don't be wrong. But, you know, we haven't just been boxed by Colchester there. This is a team that have got themselves to fourth in the table just outside the automatic positions. One point by you missed doing that, By doing that exact thing for 46 games, everyone goes on about how well organised you are because that's what they do. They, they get leads in games or when games are level, they just sit in and sit in and sit in. And that, like I said, you've seen it at nil-nil. If you could, if you wound back down and watched the first five or ten minutes of that game, you still had the two banks with Cole Sockton just running around on his own. Like, I, I, I don't think you can overreact too heavily about struggling to break them down because that they that's how drilled they've been from, let's say, June last season or even before then when Derek Adams first took over. They've had that drilled into them to be that team that are hard to beat. And it's, obviously, it's no surprise they're good at it. I yeah. don't think you can you can want to bomb the whole squad out for not breaking down a team which are renowned for not being easy to break down. Do you just shit yourself or was it your handbrake? It was my handbrake. <laughs> Thank God for that. I'm I just pulling it. up. You wouldn't you have... Um... do it again just so I can prove. Go on. Pardon you, Paul. <laughs> Um, you wouldn't have heard it, Jake, you were at the game, but they said the stat just before they scored, actually, or it might have been just after, they've um, they've the highest scorers from corners in the division with yeah, 16, 16 goals. goals. Yeah, 16, 16 now, Paul. I actually said, watching yep. the warm-up, because someone asked me to highlight which one the homophobic one was, um, and while, while I was looking for <laughs> let's just get out there, Jan Sonogo is homophobic, and hope he's listening. Well, he was, found, anyway, he was found guilty of using that phrase, wasn't he? Yeah, so he's homophobic in my eyes. But anyway, um, back to it. I actually said in, when I was looking for him in the warm up, fucking hell, look at the size of these, actually. They, like, they're a big, big side, aren't they? Yeah, really big, really, but really mobile as well at the same time. Yeah, like oh, the lads, um, the 11 he had on the wing, I didn't know his name. He's, he's about six foot. Sorry, yeah, about six foot five, but quick too. Yeah. Look, Gomez, he started at Atletico Madrid. What? Bit of a weird story. He was at Atletico Madrid. His family moved to England, to Manchester. He ended up playing for East Didsbury and Charlton in like the North West Counties or something. And then he was spotted by 
the well, buy a few league clubs and obviously he's moved to Morecambe but um, you know, he looks, looks I'm sure something like that in their academy yeah. anyway. that's ridiculous well no what's more ridiculous is that he was playing for East Didsbury first anyway. good side East Didsbury as you know Paul <laughs> yeah um, Broken Social State on Twitter um he makes a couple of points about the game. He says, a positive note, it was amazing to be back at Prenton Park. He says he's renewing his season ticket ASAP. So that's nice. Um, yeah, everybody's saying that they've done a number on us, um, which can't disagree. Dave Bouchard puts it the best by saying, completely out shit house tonight. Um, so that's, uh, that's a good one. Um, but yeah, very much... I think that similar similar tone to all the tweets as I'm flicking through them. So does thank you very much, everyone who's been in touch. Here's, here's the good turn. I know one. I've just found it. Fine. Plays better. Their first should not have stood. Uh, Murphy was held to the ground. Second half left a lot to be desired. Could have had at least one penalty first half. Um, play acting from them after Clark scoring. Best moment was uh, Cole Stockson hitting deck. So uh, yeah. Well, you know, you know, it's been a good night when that's the uh, the highlight. <laughs> well, we've um, speaking of highlights, we've lost Jake by the sound of things. So you know, every cloud, Paul. But then, well, the flip of that, that means I'm stuck with you again. And um, I don't know about you, Paul, but this last year has been a bit of an existential nightmare for me. As in, I wake up in a cold sweat with the idea that for the rest of my life I'm going to spend on Skype calls with you talking about. <laughs> A Keith Hill led Tramier drawing yeah. nil nil away to Scunthorpe. But we should say that today is a, a momentous, a momentous day. Go on. As you're going back to work. Oh, Paul, I can't wait. It's currently uh, ten to ten to nine. I'm in, back in at ten. It's going to be weird. I've not been in somewhere since they reopened Monday, wasn't it? Like table service. I've been. Mm. In, I was in the club on Saturday helping them like set up and sound checking and stuff, and you know. It's gonna be it's gonna be weird. Um, I just hope that the twenty first of June date can can come. You know, that literally a month from today, so four weeks. Yeah, you know, hopefully we're here, Paul, on the twenty first of June, and it's you know Tranmere in League One by hook or by crook. And uh, yeah. I'm about to go back to work as normal, and we can get back to normal. I should point out everyone that like, I, obviously if you follow me on Twitter at Matt Hibbert, by the way, go and give the follow that I had my vaccine at the Miriam Health Centre on Laird Street yesterday, half past 11 in the morning. Absolutely fine, you know. And then about midnight last night, I just was about to go to bed, I started to feel a bit, ooh, oof, yeah. I feel a bit, bit iffy. And then, could I fuck sleep last night? It was horrific. <laughs> and then I have like woke up today, and I had a lot to get done today. Like, Tasha gave me some stuff I needed to do, and I needed to get stuff done. I had to go down to Birkenhead, which is always a laugh. And the weather didn't help. And, like, honestly, like, I had COVID last year in March. Uh, not that March, like, the very start of April, me and Tash had it. And I feel exactly the same now as I did then. And to say that is the worst I've ever felt in my entire life. It, it's weird. It's a weird one. Like, I, I was lucky I didn't suffer from um, any chest or breathing stuff. I just, you have a, your head just feels like it's a, like, a million pounds or just so heavy. And you have this really heavy head. And you're just constantly tired and like thirsty. But by all accounts, people said that I had the Pfizer jab, and 
a lot of people have said that for under 40s, the Pfizer jab can react worse, and especially if you've had COVID previously, it can flare up. So just great, isn't it? It's just classic that I've been off work for 14 months, and then it quite literally it was the 19th of March was the last date, so it's almost 14 months to the day. Um, I have my job and feel like a big bag of shite, and Tram may obviously go and throw in a, def- a playoff semi-final <laughs> versus like, defeat as well, for good measure. So, yeah, yeah fucking no. great. <laughs> but on the well, plus side, I might have a nice blast. So swings and roundabouts. Yeah. Well, all I can say is um, it's been a long wait. I know you've been struggling, and hopefully tonight is the uh, the start of you know the rest of uh, you know the uh, the DJ career progressing onwards and upwards. So well, uh, as as Mr. Best. Cheers, Paul. As a Mr. Zach Efron and a Mrs. Vanessa Hudgens said in a film by the name of High School Musical, this could be the start of something new. <laughs> There's one for you. Have yeah. you seen High School Musical? No, I haven't. And I'm well, I'll tell, you what, either, I'll tell so. you what, we'll do a pod, we'll watch it and we'll do a pod in the, in yeah. the off-season. How about that, everyone? Can't wait. Can't wait. Oh, you right, know, mate. big thank you to our sponsors from the Trammer Supporters Club. Yes. Um, all the retro gear and stuff still available on their website and on, uh, you know, go find them on socials. Still taking orders for Trask, uh, retro. Trask underscore TRFC, I think. Yes, yeah, the, the tracksuit top. Uh, I think there's only a couple of days left, if I'm not mistaken, to get your orders yeah, in for orders, yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Um and yeah, thank you to everyone. We we had so many nice messages after the um, the last couple of pods that we did, um, and yeah, we had a bit of family news. So I couldn't be on the uh, hooray, Keith Hill has been sacked at the podcast. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, we're all fine. It's just some bad news, um, which is a little bit hard. But um, yeah, we're all right. Is um, there? Thank you for the obviously, nice you don't have to say anything, Paul. But is there is there better news since? Or oh no, the the, the news is quite finite. But um, um, yeah, it's a case of you know, dealing with it. So yeah, um, but yeah, thank you to, for all the nice messages and stuff. It does mean a lot. Um, but yeah, we're all right, and uh, yeah, crack on, and we'll be back on uh, Sunday. Yes, and hopefully we are after dinner time. Yeah, bloody hell! It's half twelve, half twelve kickoff. I'm in. I'm until bloody four a.m. tonight, Friday and Saturday. So I'll be until four. It'll be like the old days, until four a.m. Up at bloody half twelve to to watch, to watch it on the telly again. It's it's all to play for, Paul, and it? it's you know play like we, play like we know we can. Yeah, and we saw it's, it play it's ha- tonight. It's half it's half time, so we just got to regroup. Obviously. Rest, rest up would be my advice because uh, we did look tired, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. If we can, if we play like we did first half, but just for a little bit longer, even sort of sixty minutes, I think we we should have enough to uh, to get through. But, two um, nil win, mate. I'll take a two nil win. Yeah, well, that's that's what it will take. Get in um, touch. To do it within ninety minutes. Yeah, get in touch on the Twitter at this is Tramia. Same on the Insta, same on Facebook at this is Tramia. Myself, Matt Hibbert, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter, at Matt Hibbert seventeen on Insta, and Paul, you are at Paul Harper eighty two on Insta on everything. Um, Twitter, Bebo, MySpace, yep. Yahoo yep. groups, Face yep. Party, face party. Yep. yeah, yep. get on his Face Party, everyone. It's it's great <laughs> on his Bebo account. Um, right then, Paul, Jake is. I think the, the prison warden came around and got him. 
you know, yeah, tried to smuggle a car into Prisoner Bazaars. <laughs> Typical Jake Keogh. Um We'll be back on Sunday afternoon after the second leg. Hopefully, looking forward to another Wembley trip, another playoff final. You never know. It's all to play for. Um, get in touch if you're enjoying the show or you want to leave any nice messages at This Is Tramia on Twitter. Paul, I'll see you on Sunday. I better go get ready for work. Take it easy, Matt. Up the fucking time, yeah.